1: Think on your feet for our fast and curious 5K, a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org/events.
2: Guess who had cake for breakfast? from WBEZ Chicago. This is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. Good morning. It is Tuesday, April 7th, and I am on the floor of my bedroom closet, which means this must be another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. So a lot of this series has been about, like, finding positive, feel-good distractions during these weird times. And today we thought we would offer up some distractions of the cinematic variety. And who better to talk about movies with than NPR's film critic Bob Mondello? Let's all
1: go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Get
2: ourselves a tree Bob, how are you doing?
1: i'm I'm fine. Um, I, my husband and I have a house in Tacoma uh, here in d c. Um, we have a new puppy that we got just about three months ago. Um, so she's ecstatic to have us around <laughs> all the time and, uh, is getting a very misleading idea of what life <laughs> is going to be like with us. Um, but, uh, that part of it is, is kind of fine. Um, you're doing okay too, I assume.
2: I am doing okay. Yeah. I live alone, but I do have a cat and a dog who are oh, great well. company.
1: So. I'm sorry. That is not alone. That's like <laughs> no. I'm outnumbered, which
2: is kind of ideal, really. You know. Yeah. I think the cat is a little annoyed that I've been here so much, <laughs> but generally, yeah, I think they're pleased for the company, which is great because yeah. so am I. <music> Bob is a delightful human. He says that he usually watches about three hundred movies a year, which means I would say that he is to movies what I am to books. But there is no way I will ever read three hundred books in a year. I mean, I'd have to quit my job. I guess we'll see what happens.
1: <laughs> I figure this is an opportunity for people to go back and see things that they wouldn't otherwise see, um, and you know that's that's a that's a different calling than, uh, than just uh, distracting yourself. But I, I, I think uh, for a lot of my friends, I, you know, I've been talking about certain movies for years. They can now finally watch them. So. <laughs> Wait, so
2: are you now saying that, like, pretty much I just have no excuses and need to finally actually watch The Godfather? Is that what's happening ah! right now?
1: If you haven't watched The Godfather, yes, it should be the first <laughs> thing you watch. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's amazing. No, I have a whole raft of – I listen, what I want is to not think about what's going on outside these doors right now. So, uh, in a lot of cases, the the things I, I've been choosing have been uh, not The Godfather. They have been cheery and relatively bright. I mean, it, you could do worse than just go through the uh, the AFI's list of greatest comedies of the last century, right? Oh, I mean,
2: the, the American it, Film Institute?
1: Yeah, those are those are pretty wonderful. I mean, it starts with Some Like It Hot, I think, is the number one one there.
2: Story of my life. I always get the fuzzy end of the lollipop.
1: And uh, Tootsie's in there somewhere. I'm Edward Kimberly, the reckless brother of my sister, Anthony. uh, You know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. There are lots of of really kind of wonderful comedies to take your mind off things. And that are kind of great films, too, you know.
2: It's really great to talk to you about this because I'm definitely one of those people who, and I'm not sure exactly why, but I've always been more inclined to spend time watching TV than movies. Ah. And so even as a kid, like my dad, I guess what happened is that my dad always thought movies were a waste of time. And I have come to sort of like also think that movies are just too much of a commitment. (laughs) And so the,
1: the two hours? <laughs>
2: I yeah, which doesn't make any sense because right, like I'll binge three episodes of something, but for some reason right. that still seems like less of a commitment than a movie or something I don't know. I'm not At any
1: given moment on, on television you're committing to like a half an hour or an hour, right? I, so I suppose that that's what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. more
2: of that like bit by bit as opposed to like one whole thing.
1: I hear that. It's insane. Please drop that note. <laughs> right. Well, and,
2: and I feel like what's happened over the years is that I haven't seen so many movies that I've just written them off because when on earth would I ever have time to actually go back and watch you know, like how do you prioritize between the Godfather and Goonies and Wayne's World and you know Wait, wait, wait.
1: That, that particular trio is absolutely easy to prioritize. <laughs> All right. Leave the godfather. Leave the other two off.
2: <laughs> but, you know, I just feel like there are so many movies that are cultural touchstones. And if you don't see them, you still kind of get some of the content just by osmosis because they're such a big part of culture,
1: you know? Oh, sure. That, it's, it's kind of like I, people. <laughs> it's, it's funny when people see Hamlet for the first time. They, they think, oh, my God, it's got all these quotes in it, right? Because they've, <laughs> right, they've heard half right. the lines. <laughs> they, just, they haven't heard them in context. No, I hear you. Um, I tell you, one of the things I've been doing as a result of of being asked this question, what should mm-hmm. I stream at home, is thinking about movies that I think people won't have seen, which means prior to Star Wars.
2: Oh, because
1: sure. When Star Wars came out, it changed the, the, the landscape, right? And... I, you know, when I talk to college students now and and they say, what's the movie that most changed things? They expect me to say Star Wars, right? Huh. Um, rather than say Citizen Kane,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Because Star Wars is their touchstone for when the world began to watch wow. movies. Yeah. And, you know, I it, it, that seems very old to a college student today who was born in, what, 2002? Um, <laughs> is going, Is going to regard you know star wars the way that i regarded citizen kane right mm-hmm. it, it it's way before my time it's it's something that is you know that that people talk about in in sort of reverential ways mm-hmm. um and so it it's a it's a different animal can i direct you to one that i watched a zillion times in college yes harold and maud oh do you know that movie? Yeah,
2: I have actually. This is one of the very few movies that I've seen, and it's actually because my college roommate loved it. It was her favorite yes. movie. So yes. I didn't watch it until I was in college either. Oh, yeah. Talk about Harold and Maude.
1: Well, the the wonderful thing about Harold and Maude is about a 19-year-old boy who is kind of in love with death and who's com- trying to commit suicide all the time, but not really committing suicide. He's trying to annoy his mother with suicide <laughs> fakes. <laughs> And, and he meets at a funeral because he's obsessive about, uh, about death. Um, he, go, he goes to funerals of people he doesn't know. He meets at a funeral, a 79-year-old woman played by Ruth Gordon. Maud. And she is just in, as, as in love with life as he is in love with death, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, they form this weird couple. Can I give you a lift, out? No, thank you. I have my own car. Well, I must be off. We shall have to meet again. Tell me, do you dance? Pardon me? Do you sing and dance? Uh, no. Uh, no. I thought not. <laughs> but Harold and I really, really love. And it's, it's such an affirmative film. And... Is, is so filled with life and and you know it's it's all about getting outside yourself and, and yeah you know discovering how to be free which is the the name of the song they play under the final credits and uh, sung by Cat Stevens
2: yes well if
1: you want to sing out sing out and if you want to be free be free because there's a million things to be you know that there are.
2: The whole thing is just so bright and affirming and strange and perfect.
1: Isn't that, a, isn't that a weird thing to say about a movie that has like seven or eight suicides in it? <laughs> oh, you, know that you can do what you want, the opportunities are.
2: Bob, this was such a pleasure. I'm so glad you reminded me about Harold and Maude, because that just sounds perfect to watch right now.
1: It's been a joy. Great to talk to you again. And you can make it undo. You see. Ah, it's easy.
2: Oh, I love Harold and Maude. Thanks again to Bob Mondello, who also recommended a number of silent films. He is a huge Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin fan, and he recommends that you and I watch City Lights, as well as his favorite film of all time, The General. All right, now's the part of the show where we get to hear from you. Hey, Nerdette. it's Allie from Chicago. Hey, Nerdette Pod, this is Emma. Hi, this is Marie from Fort Collins, Colorado. Hi, Greta, this is Denise from Philadelphia calling to say that my favorite movie of all time is Stranger Than Fiction. Such I just feel like movie. it's so different and sweet and hopeful, and I would just completely swoon at someone giving me a box of flour. During quarantine, the movie I really enjoyed watching with my family was Taika
0: Waititi's film Hunt for the People*. So whenever I'm stressed, I love to watch a comfort movie. And, you know, now is a little bit of a stressful time, so... It's
2: a really wonderful movie for right now because in addition to being extremely funny and touching, mm. uh, if you haven't been outside for a while, it has some really, really wonderful shots of uh, New Zealand so you can just get lost
0: in the gorgeous, gorgeous scenery. The movies that I'm really grateful for right now are the Miyazaki films from Studio Ghibli, Spirited Away, and um, Howl's Moving Castle, especially. Today, I watched the
1: 1992
0: movie from Australia, Strictly Ballroom, and it is just so much fun. My current comfort watch is The Wedding Planner with Jennifer Lopez (laughs) and Matthew McConaughey, because they're both beautiful and perfect, And Jennifer Lopez seems like she'd be everyone's best friend. She seems like a lovely person, and it just makes me feel better.
2: I don't find a lot of people who also love this film, but I think it's amazing and worth everyone watching.
0: It's just a really, really fun movie, and it gave me such a big smile while watching it today. So definitely catch The Wedding Planner for your coronavirus quarantine watch. Uh, Love the show. Have a great one. Stay safe and well. Bye.
2: Oh, thanks, y'all. It's so nice to hear from all of you. Those are some great movie recommendations. I love Stranger Than Fiction. I haven't seen The Wedding Planner since it came out in like 1999 or whatever that was. So maybe I'll try that again. And Yeah, I haven't seen any of those other ones, so I'm excited that I have a bit of a to-do list. We want to hear from you. Next week, we're going to talk all about some of the great distracty podcasts that you could be listening to right now, other than Nerdette, of course. If you have a recommendation, we would love to hear from you. You can record yourself on your phone, email the file to nerdettepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is just so much more fun when we're all in it together for distance.
0: Am I right? One more thing in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to the Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Think on your feet for our fast and curious 5K, a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at WBEZ.org
0: events.
2: For those of you keeping track at home, tomorrow is April 8th. And that just happens to be another occasion for a bad bitch birthday. And what am I? Faithfulness he talked of, madam. Your enduring faithfulness. Now tell me truly, when you found out he was gone, did you get engaged to your prince that same hour or did you wait a whole week out of respect for the dead?
1: You mocked me once. Never do it again. I died
0: that day. You can die too for all I care. Oh. As you wish. Oh, my sweet Wesley. What have I done? Ow!
2: That's right. Robin Wright, the actress from House of Cards and The Princess Bride, among many other amazing things, is 54 years old tomorrow. So as if you needed another movie to add to your viewing list, it seems like The Princess Bride is extra necessary. I do have to say, it's also a delightful book. And speaking of bad bitch birthdays, I personally would also like to shout out my friends Jillian and Julia, who also have birthdays today. Love y'all. All right, that's it for today. The show is produced by Justin Bull. Our executive producer is Brendan Bannazak. Take care, eat some cake for breakfast, and we'll see you on Friday. All
0: right, I did it. I did it.